What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hawk Talk on Melrose. Uh, we are following Iowa's 27 to 10 victory against Rutgers last night. We are recording this on Sunday. Uh, delayed instant reaction podcast. What's going on, Tyler? Our first conference win. It, it matters, obviously. And uh, we got a big game coming up this weekend against Michigan, a game where we're going to have to <laughs> play really freaking good if we want to if we want to upset them, but let's, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later and probably obviously way more in the middle of the week, but, uh, what's going on, Tyler, how's your uh, Sunday morning training? Yeah. It's good. It's good. I, you know, we, we were talking about it, you know, we were texting each other yesterday. We we're like, God, how good does it feel to just be able to sit down, watch football, watch, all day, yep. end the night with an Iowa, obviously now an Iowa victory there at Rutgers and, 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 and get a good win, start off one and oh in big 10 play, like you just mentioned. And yeah, just it, it feels good waking up on a Sunday with a with a Hawkeye victory for sure. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't go wrong. Like I said conference play; it's it's what matters. And you take a look around the the Big Ten West, and we'll get into this at the end of this episode. Mm -hmm. But the West is wide open now. Minnesota is a team to beat. They are. I mean, they look really good and um, and all that. But you look at the rest of the West; it's they don't look too hot. So we have every opportunity, but you got to obviously win your games. And like last night, it's a very winnable game. It's on the road, but it's a very winnable game. And we took care of business. We looked good at times. We looked bad at times. It's kind of the recipe of what I was kind of been this entire year. Um, just, you know, up and down play. I think there's, there's improvement. I think there's also things that, like I said, they really need to work on if they have any chance of trying to upset Michigan. So let's get right into it. Let's take a look at the stats for last night. We were, Tyler was just saying this before we started. He's like, man, like just look at these stats. Really offensively, we didn't do very much. I mean, even though we no. put up 27 points, I think the big key here is if you look down here on the bottom left, the turnovers, they had three, we had zero. I mean, that that's a difference of this ball game. And Tyler and I said, on the prediction, I think, and you know, this is, it's nothing like we're, you know, trying, because I think any, anyone could guess this, whoever wins the turnover battle is probably going to win this game because points are going to be a premium because uh, both offenses aren't very good. So it's, it's whatever defense can force some turnovers. Luckily we were able to not only just force two turnovers, but actually score on those two turnovers. Uh, one being Cooper DeGene, the other one, Merriweather. Um, so yeah, that's that's a difference of this ball game. But other outside of that, they beat us in pretty much every single category. You look at first downs; they had twenty, we only had fifteen. I thought the third down efficiency, man, that's I mean that's got to yeah. improve. I mean, you're not beating Michigan one for nine on third down total yards. I mean, they they killed us in total yardage. Um, obviously, rushing. I thought that was the the highlight of the night is our rushing attack. Rutgers, granted, they haven't really played anyone this year, uh, but they were like first or second in the nation and, and run defense. And mm -hmm. we were able to put up 129 points. Now, um, beginning of the game, we had that the starting five on the offense line. We, once again, we were not starting Ellsbury. It's weird. We bring him in like third series of the game. And this happened against like Nevada too. And it's just like the offense line instantly. and just looks a lot better. I don't understand why he's not starting right away. It makes zero sense. Cause this is like the second game in a row where the minute he comes in, they look a lot better. But um, I think, I think we have kind of established the, our uh, O-line play this game with like Ellsbury in there at guard. Um, but yeah, 129 rushing yards penalties, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Turnovers. We won that. And then time of possession, they actually beat us again. I mean, this is like the third game in a row where 
but you have lost the time of possession, which once again, it's no shock when you're getting allowed three and out. So yeah. um, what do you see here, Tyler, I guess, from, from a standpoint of the, of the stats? <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of all over the place. I mean, overall as a team, we really didn't, we didn't do a whole lot on offense. We, I thought, a couple of things that I thought we did really well, we actually put some drives together and actually scored yep. a couple of offensive touchdowns right in the game. Um, and, and that was good to see um, the yards per pass from Petrus. I actually 8.7. I think it was shown on the screen yesterday. And I think we've talked about it. He was averaging like four point something a pass. Yeah. Um, it was basically way better. That. Yeah. And so with the limited attempts and completions that he had, even he went 11 for 17, which isn't bad. I mean, that's uh, 64%. Point- yeah, no, he, and if you watch the game, when we threw the ball, he actually looked pretty dang good. There was a couple of drops by Laporta. There was a couple of drops by a couple of guys, um, which is kind of been, you know, happening throughout the season a little bit too. Um, but if you watched him play, he had a, he had a good game. He did what he was supposed to do. That's the type of Petrus, the type of game manager that, you know, we were hoping to see a guy that's not going to turn the ball over. And it's going to get to the get the ball out to the receivers when he has opportunities to do so. So I thought that was good. Um, and like you said, the run game with the offensive line, you, if you watch the game, you could just tell there was a big difference. Um, and LaShawn and Caleb, Caleb Johnson, they both they both ran the ball hard. They both ran the ball really well. Um, the penalties got to clean that up. Obviously, can't yep. you, you, you just can't put your your offense behind the behind the eight ball, especially on first down. There's a couple of times where we false start holding that just that just ruins a drive right I mean that's just a drive killer so um, I thought that wasn't you know we got to clean that up especially you know on the road but I don't know it's hard to say I mean our defense we got two we got two scooping scores we got a pick six and a scoop or a a fumble recovery so that jump started the offense and I don't and I I just I asked myself if that didn't happen would our offense be able to generate anything or or did the defense sort of jumpstart our offense. And I think that that was the case. I really do. Yeah. I mean, you take away those two touchdowns. I mean, you're looking at a, what is it? A 13 to 10 ball game. Um, But I will say though, there are two drives in particular that I felt really that we finally, because Nevada, we we saw this in Nevada, but you couldn't really take much away from Nevada because Nevada is a terrible football team. We saw again on Friday night, they played air force and they got there. I mean, I think air force had like over 400 yards rushing. Um, So that game you could, you know, we saw it, but it was just kind of like, well, it's against Nevada. Last night, it was encouraging to see the end of the second quarter where we actually went right down the field. And granted, Laporte, our Petrus had that, like, what, 40-yard bomb, to, which was a perfect throw to Laporta, fit it right in there. Um, wish we would have scored on that, or a touchdown on that drive. We ended up getting a field goal. But then the drive right out right out of half, I mean, that was textbook drive where – yeah, and we're going to show some highlights here, but – where we just ran, 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 did a couple play action passes. The next thing you know, we score a touchdown. And that was, like I said, a textbook drive. That was a drive that I was pretty much wanting to see this entire year. That was like the first legit drive that we have seen in four games. Um, And so, yeah, that was very encouraging. So I would say this, like just summing up the good, the bad, the ugly with the offense. Obviously with the defense, there's really not much to talk about once again because they're just really good. Um, I would say like the ugly is – this thing right here, third down efficiency, one for nine. I mean, you just cannot go one for nine on third downs. It's, it's, you're not going to win a lot of games. I mean, no. against a Rutgers team, you might, but like against 
a team like Michigan or, you know, a team like Minnesota, Wisconsin, you're not going to win those games. Well, so that, Colin, really quick. And, and, and just to add on to that, I think I texted you. Remember when we, there was that third down conversion, we had one yard and I, we did that fake fullback, fullback. dive oh, yeah, play. We lost play. four yards. Again, I don't hate the play call, but it's like, those are the type of type of things that like maybe in a game against Rutgers, it doesn't matter when you're up, you know, 27 to three or whatever we were yeah. at that time. But it's like, those are the type of conversions you just, you got to get, you got to make, right? The easy ones, at least. Yeah, and and we don't even get that. I mean, I, I yeah. agree with you. I like the play call just because we have seen it in previous years where that play has worked. Going back to 2019 Minnesota game, I remember we did that with, um, I think it was, um, who was a running back? I think it was Tyler Goodson. And we did the fake fullback pitch play, and he got, I think maybe he might have got a touchdown, but he got a lot of yards. So I like the play call. It's just a really good defense uh, play by the defender there where he just kind of scoped it out and he made a play. That guy gets sucked in. Uh, Caleb Johnson gets, you know, possibly a touchdown that that play. All right, so the ugly was that. I think the bad, there's two bads, and you hit on one of them, was the penalties on the offense. Because if we get behind the sticks, the drive is essentially done for. You might as well just get the punting team out there. And it's yeah. really annoying because it shouldn't be that way. I mean, like, what's five yards? But for Iowa, five yards, like a first down of 15, it's like it's it's drive yeah. is over. And there's one play where Caleb Johnson gets like a 10-yard carry, but then there's a holding call, and it's just like drives over. And so that's one of the bads. I think another bad, and it's not a huge deal because, you know, once again, it's just the game plan, I guess. And it was just who Spencer just targeted, but not getting the wide receivers involved. It just, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You got to keep that, the confidence in the wide receiver room. And I just thought that, you know, we we literally targeted, I think maybe just three times. I know there was one to Brody, um, one to, I think, Arlen and the one to Nico. And Arlen caught one, but you got to target the wide yeah. receivers. Um, just like I said, to keep. And then also, um, and then the good though, I will say, can you hear me by the way? It just cut out, but I was going to say, cause there's something that popped up, but then now it says it's back. Um, okay. and then I think the good is obviously the rushing attack. And I am here to say Caleb Johnson needs to be RB one. I just think he yeah, is, he's 100%. just so good. And I think RB two should be LaShawn yep. and then RB three should be Gavin. Now I like Gavin. Don't get me wrong, but there's something it just, I don't know if it's from the injury, but he just doesn't hit the hole very hard. He's kind of, he's like a Tyler Goodson from last year. He's kind of just, he tries to dances a bit. Yeah. He dances yeah. kind of, he's very patient runner. And you saw that, like that screenplay, for example, for him, it just, he caught it and he could have got, I just feel like he could have got more yards than he did. I don't know if you remember that play or not. Yeah. He's just very, I don't know. Yeah. Like you said dances. So it needs to be Caleb Johnson and LaShawn. They just hit the hole fast there. And then with like Caleb, you know, for, he's fast, but he's also very big. And it's almost, it's weird because he, he doesn't, he, well, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like he kind of runs like straight up. So he almost looks like he's like not fast. Like it almost looks yeah. like he's kind of running in slow motion, but he, but he's not. And I, and I know John Miller tweeted something about that too. He's just a very unique player. Um, Gary Dolphin on the radio compared him to Sean Green. Well, hell, if he if he if he's like a Sean Green for us, I'll I'll, I'll take that. that. <laughs> but yeah, the rushing attack I thought looked really good. I thought the offensive line once again, uh, Richmond, uh, Dunker, Jones, Ellsbury, and Colby that needs to be the offensive line. <clears throat> I don't get why we start with Stevens, uh, Bo Stevens, and DeJong 
I don't get why we've been doing that uh, the first couple of series. And then we insert the other two are we insert, uh, I think D- Dunker and Ellsbury. It's like, no, that that's that offensive line is should be the offensive line. And um, we did that and we immediately started seeing some some you know presence in the rushing attack. So Sean Williams, 11 carries for 64 yards. I don't know what Caleb Johnson finished, but um, I would have to go and look at the stats, I guess, box right. score here. Let's see here. Caleb Johnson, 15 for 58. I mean, that's really good. And then not to mention, and you mentioned it last night, you love seeing Caleb Johnson Johnson in the kickoff return. And I 100% I agree with you. I mean, once again, he just he's a downhill runner. He's going to make some guys miss. He's going to, you know, nail some guys. And, yeah, I, I really like that. I, I like him more than Riley Moss. And um, who was the other guy? Was it Terry Roberts? No, it wasn't Terry Roberts. I, I forgot who the other guy. Oh, it was uh, DeGene, who was – which I, I, I'm fine with DeGene as well, as you can yeah. see on that that kick, that uh, inter, uh, interception. But I really like uh, Caleb Johnson. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of the good, the bad, the ugly from the game. I also will say this too, and I don't know if you will agree with this or not, but I really thought in the second half, and this is kind of when we were up like 24 to three, I get why, you know, you want to be conservative and you really just want to end the game. You don't want to do anything stupid, but I thought there was moments in the second half where, you know, our offense still needs to gain some confidence and needs to work some things out. And I thought the second half would have been a perfect opportunity to do some of those things. And we just kind of just decided just, uh, you know, yeah. I formation, run the football, which is fine. Like I said, like you, you play to win the game. I get that. At the end of the day, who cares about stats? Who cares about every, anything else? But there's still a lot of work to do with this offense. And I just thought there was moments in the second half where we really could have tried to work some things out, right? And, it, you know, at that mo- point, it really wouldn't matter, if, you know, if we did something stupid or not. But it, I don't know. I just thought we had opportunities to, opportunities to do that. Yeah, I thought so too. I think we kind of just conceded to to the fact that we were going to win the game, that we just wanted yeah. our defense and special teams like normal to kind of get the job done and, and bring us home. I, I like I said, I I guess in the law, you know, the grand scheme of things, I, I don't necessarily care that much about it, just because I I do want to get this win. But I, yep. I agree with you. I think I think there's still opportunities to still kind of try to work on on the offense and and to still try to move the ball. I mean, you're still that's that's playing to win the game too. You know, I I think sometimes you know, you know, it, it, it might not hurt us in a game like Rutgers, but in a game that we're playing a tougher opponent, if you, if you play not to win, you play to not, or excuse me, if you play not to lose, sometimes that gets you beat too. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think that that's a, that's a good point. And, and yeah, I, the quick point about Caleb Johnson, I think he's just, he's just such a stud dude. Like he, you could just tell he's just different and you see he's that only when, a freshman too. It's he's only amazing. a freshman, and, and you just you see that when he runs the ball, when he returns the ball, um, you know everything about him. I just I love him, and I agree. I something about Gavin Williams. He just doesn't seem to fit the run style that we're trying to do. He just doesn't hit the hole hard enough, and and I agree with our offensive line not being super great. I think you know Caleb Johnson and and Lashawn Williams have better opportunities, <laughs> I think, to run the ball than Gavin does. Yeah. I, I think I want to point out two other things while looking at this box score. It was good to see Luke Lachey. Um, this was kind of the first game where he kind of where we because going into the season, we both thought that he was going to have a pretty good year behind Sam Laporta. He's just a tall guy um, and, you know, pretty good hands. And this was the first game this year where we actually saw him, you know, two catches for 37 yards. Um, but right here too, getting the running backs more involved in the passing game. I said this on last or no on last Sunday's podcast on the instant reaction against Nevada. I just think with our lack of wide receiver depth and all that, 
We have running backs that can that can make plays, and it's good to see. I mean, two receptions, 19 yards, two receptions for 10 yards. Um, reminds me, or it's like the Packers, right? What they do, once again, like this year, they don't really, you know, they they lost Devontae Adams, so they're they're without really many good wide receivers. So what do they do? They get their two stud running backs involved in the passing game. They get A.J. Dillon, and they get um, Aaron Jones. And so – and and it works. I mean, it's it's easy dump off plays. I mean, once again, Petrus not a great quarterback, but you know some of those passing <clears> plays can be easy for you, and you can get them involved. And you know they might might be a five yard route, but it might turn into a 10, 15 yard play because they can yeah. make a guy miss whatever. And so I want to continue to see that. We saw it again last night a little bit, but I would like to see more of that. Just just a yeah, little extra thing. I 100 agree. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the some of the highlights of this game. I just want to kind of go through some of these uh, with you. Uh, we'll first start with, um, obviously, the the pick play by Cooper DeGene, a guy that we bought stock in early, and I think it's paid off. I think we've, uh, we're going to make a lot of money off that stock that we bought early. Um, great hit by Van Ness, but, I mean, that's a difficult freaking catch. Oh, I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a difficult catch for a wide receiver, let alone – a defensive back. Yeah, I mean, like literally, and then I mean, he I, turns I knew, his head around at the I last second. I knew the minute he picked it off, I literally was like, "This is gonna be a touchdown because he, this is just what he's good at." You yep. saw it in high school where he was just making guys miss. I mean, easy and touchdown. Yep, yeah. and you look on that play too. A lot of good, a lot of good blocks by by those guys leading the con, like leading the way for him too. But yeah, no, that was hell of a play. And and I was nervous. So. Really quick, I was nervous. Like when our defense let Rucker score three nothing right away, I'm oh, like, oh shit! Yeah. Like I was like, this is but, not what I wanted. But the one thing I will say is, it was good to see them hold them to a field goal. Ben, but don't break. Ben, but don't break. Type of defense, right? So I was gonna say, I I totally agree with you. But Colby kind of made a good point during that drive. He's like, he's like, it seems like Iowa's defense always does this, where like the first drive. Yeah, the other team just for some reason like well, like and again, it's scripted year. and yeah, all that too. So I I agree. I know there there's been plenty of of examples of Iowa's defense doing this, but doing that, yeah. So I want to point this out. So this is a this is a play that goes nowhere. But um, I want to say this. I think, and I texted you last night about this. I think Petrus plays way better on the road, and I think it's really because he doesn't have seventy thousand Iowa fans there watching yeah. him. And the, you know, and I hate the booing aspect, but just, I just think his confidence level on the road is way better because he doesn't have the pressure of the Iowa fans just breathing down his throat and he just looks way more loose. So this is a play where we don't gain anything, but I like how he did a much better job last night, escaping the pocket. There was multiple times where he did this, you know, they blitz, he gets out. I wish he would look, I mean, he does, he ends up not doing anything, but he at least gets out of the pocket. In most cases, he takes a sack there. And so that was encouraging yeah. to see. Here's another one. I think this is uh, right here. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure right here he gets outside the pocket. Once again, I wish he could make a play. You know, he ends up never really doing much, but, you know, he gets outside the pocket. I mean, he's looking around the field. I mean, that's good to see. He's trying to scan the field and see if anyone's open. Yeah. But he, Like I said, he definitely looked way more composed. Um, I'm going to go to this play right here. This is a good good passing play drop back right on the dime i mean that's a great oh yeah was that the the porta nope that was the luke lachey yep that was a big that was a big conversion because we got behind the sticks again yep on first down and so that was a good 
then this one is a really good throw by, I mean, no one's questioning Petrus's arm strength in his arm. You give him time. He more than likely will make a good throw. I mean, that's just one of those things. It's just when he's under pressure, he just. And if you watch there, Rutgers is blitzing, right? Like we do a great job on that play, picking up the blitz, but, but you see that. That that's what defenses are doing though to Spencer Peters though they're they're going to try to blitz him they're going to try to heat him up and get him off off balance here but when he has a clean pocket when the offensive line does what they're supposed to do it gives him gives him that three seconds that he needs to complete the ball find his receiver you know last night he did, I thought he did a good job so yeah and then here's a play this is third and goal I thought I mean I was oh, like, yeah, okay, yeah, field goal yeah. coming up. And I love, and I, I say this to you all the time, take shots because you never know. You might get a pass interference. That's exactly right. Exactly what we do. We take a shot, probably is uncatchable, but I mean, you do But you it. can't tackle the guy in the end zone, right? No, I mean, that's, that, I mean, it's just, no, no, there's just no way. Because then you, then you give zero, there's like 0% chance for him to even attempt to get the ball. This one here, another great throw by Petrus, but he drops it. I mean, he fits it right where it yep. needs to be. Just, I mean, I, I literally thought, I was like, man, that that's a great throw. I, like, he literally throws it right yep. where it needs to be, and he just drops it. So, I just thought Petrus um, – No, I, I honestly played, thought he looked looked really good for what he, what, what he was asked to do last night. I thought he did. Yeah. I mean, you can't – I mean, I we, – we can we can bash him and all this, and I, and I don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a – really good quarterback but i do think a lot of it has to do with the offensive line i think if you give him time he's gonna make some good plays here there now once again i'm not gonna go and say oh he's good now because he's still not because we've seen he's had time before and he's thrown some pretty bad passes so right for the most part he has a pretty good arm that if you give him enough time he's gonna make some good plays here or there um i'm gonna go now to some running um just where we're talking about before uh caleb johnson here once again, this is against a Rutgers defense that was a pretty good rushing attack and or you know run defense, and we we looked really good. Um, he's just again, he's, such a smooth runner. Yeah, he like hits it a just hole. looks so effort effortless. I don't know. Hits a hole really good. That's for sure. I mean, here's another one by Caleb, kind of a counter. Yeah, you don't he, see you don't see him in the backfield trying to make a decision, right? He's just going where the play is designed. And then this is. This is the drive that we actually went down and score. This is LaShawn Williams. Once again, he's another guy that just hits the hole fast. I like it. You know, power runner. Yep. Um, 10, 20. Let's Brings see out here. physicality. Yep, exactly. Here's another one. Just hits the hole hard and, you know, gets 20 yards there. I mean, that's a great play. This is the drive. This next play that I want to show, this is the last play I'm going to show for these highlights. This is when I'm thinking of like Iowa's offense. This is what I'm thinking about, you know, running, getting the run game going, and then setting up the play action pass. This is a perfect play. This is what I think of when I think of Iowa's offense. Just a perfect play right there. Get Laporta, easy 10 yards. Only works when you're running, when you're getting a solid running game because, you know, defenses draw in and then you can start doing that. I love it. And it's just good. It's good to see. That's that's exactly right. That's the effect of running the football, right? Yeah. Being able to run the football, and you know, I think I I think you're right. I think it helps too. I, you know, you brought it up. You know, being on the road, I think Spencer doesn't have to worry about, like you said, seventy thousand fans 
going to essentially boo him every time he misses a pass, right? So I think he yeah. just plays more loose, plays more free. And, and and obviously, you know, it helps when you can run the ball like we did last night. So takes a ton of pressure off of him, which is the whole point of our offense. Yeah, you run. Starts and ends ball. with the run game. Yep. And, and we hadn't been able to do that, what seems like, in a while. And, and we finally got it going last night. And no better time, right? Start a Big Ten play. I still want to see more running plays out of the shotgun. Uh, I mentioned this on yeah. the podcast on the Nevada uh, instant reaction. I just think spread teams out with our defense or with our offensive line being kind of iffy. It doesn't work when you have like eight guys, nine guys in the box. Now last night I thought we did a really good job because I mean, there were plays where they were stacking the box and we were still getting five, 10 yards, which was really good to see. But most cases it's just, you're also going to see a lot of, you know, we saw a lot last night too, where we got behind the sticks because they, we got blown up. And so I want to see a little bit more running out of the shock. And I don't think we did it once last night. I just thought that one against Nevada was just a, such a great play call where we had Arlen Bruce go in motion. And it was almost like a rum uh, pass run play action where you could either, you know, Petrus keeps the ball and throws it to Arlen or gives it off to Caleb. I'm sure it was just a um, straight on run because I was offense. We're not, we're not doing, <laughs> you know, run pass options, but um, it, it looks, it's like a play that looks like that. So I really do think we need to start doing that more. And like I said, just getting the getting the running backs more involved in the passing game. We're starting to see it a little bit more these last two games, but I want to see it more. So yeah, I guess that's really it. I mean, there's really not much more to talk about. I just think overall, um, there were some good things. There were still some things that they still need a lot of work to do. Um, and I mean, I guess the other the only other thing I would say is again, you know, shout out Tory Taylor. They had the it was the duel of the. Battle of the punters, right? And I, yeah, and I thought, I thought Tory kind of, kind of made his case that he 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 did a better job punting, I think, than that that yeah. Rutgers punter. And I didn't think that Rutgers punter was that great. I mean, he had a he had a couple of good punts, but I don't know, Tory. It's just it's it's so nice knowing that like you have you have that in your back pocket where, yeah, offense doesn't do a whole lot, but man, he can still just flip he's the gonna, field on. He's gonna boot it down to the five ten yard line. Yeah, and and. So. How about the, you know, obviously uh, I'm blanking out on the kicker's name, but that was kind of insane. That 50 yard field goal. That oh, Drew Stevens. Yeah. Drew Stevens. Why was he not the kicker? Again, I mean, like, I'm just saying I heard there. So I watched this other podcast and he was saying like the whole time that Aaron Blum was kicking and missing, by the way, he's like, I'm pretty sure the backup has like a bigger leg and is a little bit better because he was there at like the, some of the scrimmages and stuff like that. And he's like, but I mean, maybe I'm missing something, and and obviously he's kind of taking it and running with it right now. I think freshman kicker doing a great job. Yeah. Um, you know, and I I thought overall special teams played really really well. Um, you know, all phases of the game. So for sure, that was good to see. So what? How would you uh, just wrap it up? How would you grade last night? Offense, defense, special teams. So like all three, grade them. I would I would say I would say a B plus. I would say a B plus. I think our offense our offense. So offense B plus for offense I, or total because I, I want one total. for each for each position oh, or for each. Uh... Oh, okay, so defense, I would say, I would say for the defense A because we've gotten we got two defensive touchdowns. I mean you yeah. can't, but I will say we did give up some yards. Um, which like in the they, quarter, they, which it almost kind of felt like we were just playing everything. Right. It was more, but, yeah, I, keeping I, everything I, in front of us. I agree though. I mean, there was a couple of plays where it's like, come on, like we're really giving up. Like 
Like we had right. that one where they, we gave up like a 35, 40 yard run or pass. Yeah. And-, yeah. and just, just little things like that. It, again, I hold them to the highest standard, right? I mean, it, it should be an A plus on any other yeah. defensive team, maybe in the country, but the standard is so high for this team. And so I, I would just say, I would give it an A. I mean, they played phenomenal um, yep. special teams. I would give it A or A plus. I really, I mean, literally all phases of the game punt, like straight punt. You have Tory Taylor. You, I think Cooper DeGene made an insane tackle like on oh, one yeah, of the that. Yep. punt coverages and stuff like that. Kick return game was really, really good. Kicking game was fantastic. I, I'd two. say A+. plus. Yeah. yeah. And then offense. No, I'd go, I'd go B. I'd go a B. Just because I know what this offense is and, and how maybe what our ceiling is. And I still think there's room to grow. But I would I would give the offense a B. Didn't turn the ball over. Ran the ball better. Uh, and, and Peters Peters did what he what he was supposed to do out there. Nothing too too spectacular, but made a few plays when when he had to. So yeah, I would go B for the offense. I would yeah. So I would I agree with you. Defense like an A ish. Um, special teams an A plus. Yeah, because there's nothing to. And then like no. offense, I'd probably maybe take a B minus, which is totally fine. I mean, we we say you know with our no. defense, if we can grade, if we, I would love to grade our off. I would love to have a game where we grade our offense an A, but I really think if we can grade our offense a B B minus, most games maybe outside of like playing like Ohio State or Michigan, those are those should be wins then with our yeah. defense. So we said our offense has to be average. Well, C's get degrees. If that's if we're asking our offense to be a a C on offense, it, it doesn't take a whole lot for them for us. I feel like for that winning formula, especially yeah, for the offense. For sure. So as we transition to some other scores in the big 10, I will say this, cause we'll start with the Maryland Michigan. I think with Michigan coming to town next week, I think everyone's going to say, you know, we get, defense has to play really good. And I get that, but I really think the only way we're winning this game is if our offense does somewhat yes, decent 100%. because our, with how good our defense is, they're still going to put up points. I mean, there's no question about it. No, they're going to put up, we saw that with Rutgers. They Rutgers still put up ten points, right? Yeah. And they're Rutgers. It, if you're Michigan, okay, then you look at Michigan. You go, you say, okay, well, Michigan's going to put up, I would say, seventeen to twenty-four points minimum, maybe, right? Like that's yeah, because that's, they're that's that good, and our defense is that good. Seventeen points is not a lot that your defense gives up. You you have to ask yourself, can our offense against a Michigan-style defense put up more than that? I don't know. Exactly. So it's, it's not really counting gonna, for any defensive touchdowns, obviously, but it's it's really going to come down to can our offense do anything? Because yeah. if if they can't, it's yeah, it's game over. Because yeah. it's going to be one of those games where if we get down like fourteen to zero, well, I have no confidence that our offense. Like we got to start so fast on on. on That's Saturday. why I said I think our defense gave us our offense such a great jump start. Right when we play with a lead, I feel like we just play so much more free. Yep. When it's back and forth, when we're battling, or if we're down, the confidence level Just from fans as a fan is good. not great. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, last day Michigan played Maryland. I, I watched that game or a decent amount of it. I was watching the Iowa State game two TVs, so I had the other game on. Uh, but. Just judging from that game, Maryland really fucked up at the beginning. I mean, that yeah, it was literally the first play they kicked it off to Maryland. I don't know if anyone saw this or not, but hits the guy's helmet, and next thing you know, Michigan has that ten yard line, and then they they score the next play. So yeah. you're down seven to zero, just like that. I mean, if that happens next week, um, 
I'm I'm trust LeVar Woods that our special teams isn't going to do something stupid like that. But that's exactly what we're talking about. You know, we cannot start like that. Now, hopefully we can start the other way. And like all of a sudden, you know, kind of like the Indiana game back last year where we're up 14 to zero within the first five minutes. I mean, that would be great. Right. But um, right. no, I just Maryland. I mean, but give credit to Maryland. They really battled this game. I mean, there was a point where they were up um, yep. in this ball game. Um, didn't last long, but they they covered and they looked good at times. I will say with Michigan, though, just judging from the game, they missed on some opportunities. They had some long balls where the guy was open and JJ just just missed. And so something that you're not going to see very often. So even though the score is 34-27, like I think Michigan, I the score is a lot closer than what it appeared, just judging yeah. from my eyes watching it. Now, the key next week is you got to stop this guy right here. Yeah, for him. the run game. Dude's a stud. 30 carries, 243 yards, two touchdowns. Maryland had no answers for him. No answers. And I'm pretty sure they didn't have their other running back playing. Um, God, what's his name? I forgot what his name is. He's the other running back for them, but he was hurt. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, you just, you got to be able to stop him. You got to, you know, JJ, this is going to be his first true road test, right? Uh, Kay McNamara played all last year. So this is, now I think JJ is way better than Cade, but this is his first game on the road in a hostile environment. So um, got to get pressure. I think if we can get pressure like we did last night against Rutgers, I mean, we're, we're going to have a really good shot on defense to really disrupt some things. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, Michigan's a really good football team. We're going to, like I said, going to have to play our eight. Well, and, and, and I, you know, I'm not comparing Michigan to Iowa State at all, but I, I compare sort of the similar styles of games where it's like, our defense can hold up for as long as they can. That's great. But like you mentioned, if our offense is not going to want to do anything, it's going to, it could look very similar to like an Iowa state type of game. Yeah. Our defense plays their tails off. They hold them to, you know, 17 points or whatever. But if we're non-existent on offense, it, it could be a long day. It could be, a very, it, could, yep. it could either get ugly or it could just, it could look like an Iowa state type of score somewhere around that area where it's like, we're in it the whole game, but we just, we can't do anything. And so my, my hope is we're still continuing to build on offense. We're finding some things that work. We're starting to get some things going. I'm really hoping that we, yeah, we find something against this defense. Cause we, I mean, Maryland has a good offense. And so Maryland can put up points, right? They're, the yeah. problem is their defense isn't, isn't good. Very good. Yeah. So it's kind of like the reverse for Iowa. So I don't know, but I agree with you. I think any chance we have to win this game, you just, you got to find something on offense. You, for sure. you, and you also have to, you kind of have to play outside of your game, like against yeah. the team. You got to, right. I mean, we're going to be underdogs. Everyone's going to count us out. It kind of like similar, like the big 10 championship game last year. And we didn't see it, but it's like, you have to take shots. You have to attack. You got to be like what you did against Ohio state back in 2017, where we went in that game. I don't think, even myself, I was like, there's no way we win this game. We're going to get blown out well, that year. We weren't very yeah. good. So like, it was like kind of understandable to, and we just came out and we just, well, what about 2016 when Michigan came to Iowa, like same sort of situation. They were like a top five team. Um, our offense wasn't great. We were just coming off of a, a bad loss, I think, or something yeah, like that. Got killed we by Penn got... state or something. Yep. And what we do, we fed Akram Wadley. Like it was, he was the only offensive player in the game, which he basically was. So yeah. we found a way to win. There's ways to do it. And then you're right. I think counting it. I'm glad we're a big underdog. I think that only helps Iowa, right? Um, count us out. No chance. I love that. But we got to, we got to find something 
something that works on offense to, to have any sort of chance in this game. I agree. Yeah. Cause Michigan's really good. They, they really are. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll get more into that game here in the next couple of days when we talk about yeah. that. Um, let's uh, turn over to Ohio state. <clears throat> Absolutely killed Wisconsin last night, even though Wisconsin in the, in the fourth quarter, you, you probably figured that they were going to do that, you know, put up some points, but 52, 21, um, Ohio State's just yeah. They're, they're just different, man. They're just they, different. They're 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 that's why they're college football playoff bound, unless yeah. you know something crazy happens. But I just yeah, hope that doing that to doing that to a Wisconsin defense though is surprising. Um, you know because I thought Wisconsin's defense could limit them to maybe thirty some points. They they just had nothing for for Ohio State. Yeah, I want to see. What did they end up losing? To, okay, seventeen fourteen. I was I was seeing what the score because I was gonna say like God. Wisconsin, but yeah, they, Wisconsin's I guess they similar to Iowa in that you know good defense, offense isn't great either, I, and so no. seeing that score against Ohio State makes makes me very I, nervous. I but, I just hope I was texting the group chat last night. I just hope when we play Ohio State, it's not a night game and it's the eleven a.m. game. Oh, I, I think that that's our only shot to at least keep it. I was gonna say I think that had I think that had some some effect to that game last night. Blackout night game. Yeah, oh, yeah. like you know, prime time. If it's an 11 a.m. game, I almost feel a little bit better. Now, I don't, I do not think we're going to win at all. Like, don't, but like, at least be like a little, yeah. and that's all I'm wanting. Going to that yeah. game, I just want to look at least competitive. I don't want to get kind of like last night, like, get, just get, you know, it's 45 to zero at the end of the second quarter. Like, yeah. I, I want it to be at least a little competitive <laughs> coming out of that game. Yeah. All right. Minnesota, Michigan State, man. Minnesota team to beat 34 to seven. Now, yeah. and I texted you last night. I'm like, okay, is it more Minnesota's just this good or is Michigan State? this bad and like you said it's a little bit of both and i definitely agree saw michigan state last weekend go well you saw them open up the season against western michigan we were at austin's yeah they they did not look very good and then they go and play at washington which i figured it just seems like big 10 teams when they go out west they always look like shit but washington's not horrible they're not but they were like i know the final score was like 39 to 28 but once again the score was a lot closer than what it looked because they it were was. getting blown out at one point. They were. And so I just don't – and we we guessed this going into the season. Like we kind of felt like Michigan State was going to kind of return to um, kind of the mean, kind of the average of what they were. I thought last year they just – they had Kenneth Walker. They were, you know, winning a lot of games that – I mean, there were some games where they probably should have lost, but they won, like Nebraska last year. They didn't have one first down in the second half, and they right. ended up winning that game. So I just I just don't think this team is that good. But you got to give credit to Minnesota – yeah, still going on the road. I mean, yeah. you know, going on the road, East Lansing, you know, they they and they are they're they're not they're a good they're a really good offensive team. They're not just a run team though. I mean, they can spread it around too. Yeah, and this and is they were would... they're out with Otten, Otten Bell. Yeah, yep. Which is which is a big loss for them because like yesterday it didn't really matter, but when you're going up against some decent teams, it that's a pretty big loss. But I will say this. This is another thing that we called before the season is we felt like with Tanner Morgan getting back his offensive coordinator from 2019, I forgot what his name was, but remember 2019, yeah. they put, they were a really good football team. And then the offensive coordinator leaves, he comes back and you kind of see the Tanner Morgan that we saw back in 2019. And yeah. so this team is really good. Obviously Ibrahim is back. Um, he's a stud. They're a good team. And I, and I texted another thing I texted in the group chat last night. I said, I don't know if I texted you this or not. Maybe I did. But I said, you know, it's obviously unrealistic to say, why can't we have an offense like Ohio State? But it's like Minnesota, though. You look look at Minnesota, the talent they get, 
And because they get similar talent like we do, it's like, God, why, how can they? I mean, I'm not saying that their offense is some elite offense, but like they make it look easier. efficient. Yeah. yeah. And it just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, how can they do it? And we right. can't. Right. So, no, I, I, I agree. There's, there's similar. I mean, there, there's a lot of teams in the Big Ten that you can compare yourself to, you know, sort of similar in, in, in certain aspects. And you, and you ask yourself the same thing. I know it's like, it's like, how are they having success, but we're not, right? But we're, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Indiana gets their butt, butts kicked. I'm not going to talk about that. Indiana's just not a good football no. team. Uh, Northwestern, man, how bad is Nebraska bad. to lose well, to Northwestern? I mean, we thought going into the year or after that game, we are like, oh, my God, Northwestern might be back. Northwestern yeah. might be is Pat Fitzgerald on the hot seat? I mean, two years of just pathetic. I mean, after they won the Big Ten West in 2020, man, it's gone downhill for them. And they lose to Duke at home, which I don't know if he's on the hot seat just because I don't know who's going to be better than him no, coming which... to Northwestern. But I get what you're saying. Like yeah, they it's... they've had some I mean, it's it's not good in Northwestern no. Northwestern right now. You lose a Duke, which I get it. Duke's a Duke was undefeated team. going into into the into yesterday. Yeah. So, but you still should but, win all, at home. Then you yeah. play Southern Illinois. You should win. That's that's unacceptable. And then Miami, and, Ohio. Sorry, you can't. I mean, home. we we can bitch about our offense, but at least I mean we're well. That's what's weird, and, and that's what you were saying. Game. You're like, well, yeah, you're like, how bad is Nebraska? Northwestern's offense. They threw for three hundred and ran for two hundred against. Nebraska and I yeah. thought oh shit and and you're right though I mean it seems like everybody's putting up points against Nebraska so well right now I mean dude like Nebraska I mean they lose Georgia Southern um they lose they yeah. get crushed by Oklahoma who just lost to Kansas State at home I yep. mean it's just like it, wow Nebraska you're right when you really bad. when you really look at it it yeah yeah yep uh, Purdue, I mean, man, they almost lost this game. They were down at one I point. I saw now, that, yeah. They obviously didn't have Aiden O'Connell. So, like, yeah. they lose. It's like, well, that's probably the reason. I get that. But um, Purdue not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, they lose last week to Syracuse. Um, they're 2-2 two and two now. We'll see. I saw I saw a tweet where um, Jeff Brown said that O'Connell might be out for maybe a week or it might be a couple of weeks. Well, you know, if he's out for a couple of weeks, you know, look at their schedule. I'm just going to go to their schedule quick. Um, why is you know, he out? why was he out I, I guess hurt so. I, I don't know what he's hurt with they they he won't say but if he's out at minnesota count that as a loss and they're gonna be oh and two in yeah. conference play you yep. know at maryland i mean count that as a loss if he's still out so i mean they have some tough games right. at wisconsin so i don't think really purdue's gonna be a threat i think i think the biggest threat is minnesota obviously let's look at minnesota's schedule um so versus purdue at illinois as an Iowa fan, you really want them to lose at Penn State just because, I mean, if we have any right. chance of, you know, wanting uh, Rutgers at home. At, wow, they have a really pretty – outside of at Penn State, they have a pretty easy schedule. Um, You yep. know, win, win, maybe lose, win, 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 um, probably win just because we can't beat them. And then this is going to be tough at Wisconsin. But, man, they have a decent schedule. So, I don't know. Um, And then the only other – game i want to talk about a little bit is iowa stakes i know we have some iowa state fans that listen to this up this podcast i thought for how bad the refs were in the first half i thought they they played really good in the first half i mean they had some horse shit calls and i'll be the first to admit that i would be really i mean pissed off yeah and they were down what 14 to 17 at half i mean despite all that i just saw in the second half it just kind of got to them a little bit i thought hunter deckers who i think is a pretty good quarterback and is going to have a great career at Iowa state. 
he's just obviously inexperienced. And I thought yesterday really showed that. I mean, there was just plays where he did not connect with his receivers, some bad throws. It's going to happen. I mean, your first, I mean, that's his what fourth game starting against a pretty good Baylor team. I mean, like that's going to happen. Um, I was just thinking like with Iowa state though, man, you look at their schedule. I mean, Kansas, you can't, I mean, you, you back in the day could chalk that, chalk that up as a win. You yeah. can't really do that now. Kansas and it's at, at Kansas. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Kansas State at home. Well, we just saw what they did to Oklahoma. I mean, that's not going to be any easy win. No. Then at Texas, that's always just tough because you have to go on the road. It's tough. Oklahoma yep. at home. West Virginia at home, a team that we saw go into Virginia Tech, which is a really tough place to play, and they beat them. At Oklahoma State, that's always tough. Texas, Texas Tech, Tech, who just beat Texas. Beat Texas. And then yeah. at TCU. I mean, that's a tough schedule. Um, and so they really needed to win. They really needed that yeah. win yesterday. But yeah, the Big Twelve actually, you know, Big Twelve early on so far is showing out. Oh, I mean, I'll they, be the first. I'll be the first yeah. to admit. I think the Big Twelve might be outside of the SEC the best, the best conference. I mean, they're just it's just all competitive. Yeah, very good teams. But for Iowa State, I still think they can have a really good year. Um, obviously, just because their defense is good, and if they can find some things out on offense, Hunter Decker's continue to get better. Obviously, Xavier Hutchinson's a stud. Uh, Brock's a stud, yeah. but. I mean, I see – I mean, this schedule is just so tough that I see, I don't know, 8-4, and 7-5, and five, which isn't a bad year for Iowa State, a team that lost so many guys from last year. I mean, that's a pretty good year, yeah. but it's going to be tough because, like I said, like at Kansas, I mean, that – I mean, they might start 0-2 in the Big 12 play. So, I don't know. Let's right. have to see. Yeah, but, I know that Kansas win – or that Kansas game becomes a humongous game instantly. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, well, I guess that will do it for this episode. Um We'll be back, I guess, on on Wednesday or well, I guess Thursday, but we'll be recording on Wednesday night, talking about the Michigan yeah. game. Pump for it! Yeah, big uh, noon big, kickoff, man. Big noon kickoff. Even though I wish it was a I know night it. game, but it is what it is. I guess it's it's still going to be fun. Excited to be back in Iowa City, even though this weekend was really nice, not going anywhere yeah. and actually watching games. At I think home. it it's going to rejuvenate us and get us more pumped again to to get back into Iowa City this weekend. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. So. We'll talk about that game coming up here in the next couple of days. Um, but outside of that, uh, just going to watch the NFL today. Can't wait. Vikings, they Packers. I mean, there's some good games on today. Go Vikes. That's right, right? man. Big game. Big game against the Lions. It's going to be a lot tougher than I ever thought it would. It's going to be but going into the season. But, yeah, no, I'm like, I'm excited on yeah. here in about an hour. So I love the NFL. I said this <clears throat> last week between fantasy football and betting. I just – I love it. It's, it's – Honestly, oh, yeah. may be better than college football. I might overall like it the games are more competitive. I mean, yeah. it seems like anyway. <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, have a good day. Thank you guys yeah. all for listening, and go Hawks.